0: Hi, this is Cindy Mizell. Hi, this is Tony Walker. Hey, what's good y'all? This is Darian Dean. Hey
1: everybody, this is the queen of Philadelphia, Tangere Hayward. Hey everybody, this is Yazira and we're listening to Troy Saunders on the Bass Entertainment Podcast.
0: Hey everybody, it's me Troy again. And welcome to another episode of the Bass Entertainment Podcast. And let me tell you, we got somebody tonight that is an an incredible artist. Her name is Beth. Hey, let me tell you, Beth is so bad that she sang background for Anita Baker She sings background for Kim. Right now, she's out on the road with Najee. And um, she's a singer, songwriter, actress, author, producer, and an owner of her own record label. This young lady is so multi-talented and can sing her behind off. (laughs) Um, Before we even um, talk to Beth, I'm going to play a song that I love, that I heard by Beth, and it's called Free. And uh, this is off her of first offering, which came out in 2017. And uh, it's just a beautiful song. Check it out. So, hey! Without further ado, Beth, everybody. Oh so my!
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh no! Thank you for being yeah, I here. I Love that song. Thank you for for starting with that. I love it. Oh
0: please! I said, you know what? What okay, song am I so gonna much. start with? I start, I was thinking about perfect kind of trouble, and I said, nah, we gotta start with free. Ah, okay. <laughs> I said, we gotta start with free. That's the song right there. <laughs>
1: Thank you so much. Thank you. Perfect Kind of Trouble was just funny because I haven't performed that song in a long time and I actually performed it last night. So yeah, that's, that's a hot song. Yes, it Thank is.
0: Me. Matter of fact, we're going we gonna to play that one next <laughs> after as we talk a little bit. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> so tell me, tell me, tell me, when did all this start? I mean, I, I know you was on The Voice, but before you was on The Voice, you had this album out even before then. Yeah. And before that, you were singing with Anita, correct?
1: Correct. So actually what happened is um, I started out I started out as a um, background singer Um, and that's what I really wanted to do. Um, Most and foremost, you know, I never really wanted to be a solo artist and um, it just kind of happened. Um, You know, I didn't want the pressure of being a lead singer and carrying a band and doing all of those things. But I had some amazing mentors. One of my mentors is um, Michael Powell, who started working with Anita Baker with chapter eight. So, you know, he would often tell me, you know, you really are going to end up being a lead singer. And I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm going to stand up there in front of all those people. And, you know, it's too much pressure. And then, you know, he says, Well, why don't you do background? And I was like, Yeah, I could do background because that way you're still on the stage. You still have the lights. You still get to dress up and be cute, but you don't have all that pressure, right? Okay. And it just turned into something else, man. It just, it just, morphed into something else and so I I listened to my mentor and told me I needed to pursue being a solo artist and I I did that and we ended up putting out this album in 2017 but by that time I stopped working with Anita and I was with Kim by that time and um you know Mike Powell gifted me doing the remake of I just want to be your girl you know he asked me to do that and I, I was like I'm not saying you know it was it was just like it was like you're doing too much first you said be a solo artist then now you saying like do it right. like i'm not you now know?
0: you want me to he sing a like, song okay now come on now <laughs> <laughs> you're about to get
1: me beat up and everything like i'm not <laughs> but it worked out you know the song came out great because he wrote and produced that song and he mm-hmm. sat in the studio with me and really coached and produced me doing that song so it was an amazing opportunity and experience i mean he's one of my my closest friends um I call him uncle brother because he's like a brother and he's like (laughs) an uncle. And I I just love him so much. So, you know, and then from me putting that album out, you know, the voice scouted me, found me and reached out and asked that I want to do the show. And the first time I was like, no, I don't want to do one of these singing shows. where Everybody's going to um, judge me and, you know, make me feel like I'm not good enough, you know, and then they called back a second time. And when they called back the second time, I was like, you know what? Let me just take a chance on me do something different. And I have no regrets. It was one of the best things I could have ever done. It changed everything for me. You know, um, I didn't go as far on the show as I would have liked to have gone, but you know, those shows are however they are. Um, But it, 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 it created an additional platform for me Mm -hmm. and um, I'm working way more and um, I appreciate it. So, you know, I'm I'm loving being a solo artist now. Like, it's crazy because I didn't want to do it at first and I love it now. Uh,
0: And and then I saw in the interview that you uh, had stage fright.
1: Oh, (laughs) like pass out, hit the floor, call 911. She's about to die, stage fright. Like, (laughs) it wasn't the part where I would do it and get up there and be nervous. It was like, I can't do this. It was crippling. And then I worked past that to get to the point where, okay, I'm going to do it, but then I'd get out there and pass out and faint. Literally. I'm not joking. Like there, when I say call nine one one, pass out hitting the floor, I'm not exaggerating. That's what would happen. And then I kept saying, but I really want to sing. I love singing so much. It's just something I have to do. And I just fought through it. And it was just a mind over matter thing, you know? So people would have, when people have anxiety over things or, They're afraid of things. I'm a person who, if you knew me back then and you see me now, I have friends now. They're like, what did you take? Because we knew you when you were literally on the floor and we thought you had like dropped dead. And Mm. it was just because I was afraid. It was the panic attack. It was the anxiety. And I just was determined to overcome it.
0: Yeah, I know. I even heard Shaka Khan say that. that, Oh, my God. She had terrible stage fright. She'd be puking on the side of the stage before she goes out.
1: Yeah, I get it. A (laughs) hundred percent. I get it. No, stomach upset. You dizzy. You can't see people talking to you. You don't hear nothing they saying because you just freaking out like it's it's crippling, you know.
0: Mm -mm. Well, I'm so glad you worked through it because you got on that stage and tore it up.
1: Thank you. And I'm proud of myself that I did that. I overcame that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's something to be proud of because some people, you know, (laughs) would still be crippled, uh, uh, crippled by it until today. You
1: to know? this day. And then they're just at
0: home mad. Right. I you I know just got to do what I want to so do.
1: I didn't want to be that
0: girl. Yeah. So. So, um, growing up in Detroit, I have a few friends that live in Detroit. Okay. I, matter of fact, I went to visit a few times. Matter of fact, I went to a friend. Good friend of mine is a, uh, love shocker also. And he lives okay. in Detroit and we went, I went out there to stay and visit with him. Mm-hmm. And I think we saw shock and Teddy Pendergrass at the mm-hmm. Fox theater. You know, right before, it was shortly before Teddy passed away. So, you know, we always hold that, that, wow, we saw Teddy Pendergrass in one of his final shows. Yes,
1: yes. Iconic.
0: Iconic. So, yeah, I like Detroit. (laughs) I I always wondered, though, back in the day, though, why did they speed the music up so fast?
1: (laughs) Well, you know what? In terms of what I did learn about that, because that's something that Mike Powell and I actually had a conversation. Some songs just play better when they're sped up. And um that's also something that happens when you um perform them live. Sometimes the band will pick the temple up because if you listen to it live, it just drags, especially if you have a live audience. So yeah, that happens.
0: Oh well, no, I'm I'm not even talking about the live um. Oh. I, I get the live version of it, but I'm talking about when you go someplace and they're playing the music and they play it faster.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Like,
0: okay. why okay, okay. that song so fast? <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. And he, said, well, okay. he
0: said, well, that's a Detroit thing. I'm like, all right. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> they're
1: trying to get you to dance, you in the club. That's all that is.
0: <laughs> oh, man. So, oh, man, you talked about all the things that I wanted to uh, talk about. You was talking about the... Uh, I just want to be your girl because uh-huh. I always wanted. To, did Anita hear that and how that go go down? She
1: probably has heard it. I haven't talked to her in a very long time. She probably has heard it. Um, she was very aware that I was on the Voice because NBC reached out to her and contacted her, so I'm sure she's aware. Yeah.
0: And it's funny thing it, that um, the Voice. I'm thinking people go in audition, but you said they reached out to you.
1: Well, there are several ways of getting on the show. They do have the the cattle call that you see on television. And then they also have people that um, interview or audition online. They also have people that they scout and they look for. So, um, you know, because it is in reality, it's a reality show and they're casting for the show. So they will have all of these people to come to audition so that they can cast the show the way that they want it to look for that season. Mm. And then hopefully you can sing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, I was I was uh pleasantly surprised to see Ms. Wendy Molten up there on uh um, And when I tell
1: you I love Wendy to the moon and back, she and I know each other. And I started out as a fan of hers and we started following each other on social media. Um so you know, I I remember when because Wendy came out back when Whitney came out. Yes. And so I was a fan of her and Whitney and then just didn't hear from her. When I found her on Facebook, I started following her and, um, she and I have since connected, you know, because of the show or whatever. So she's, she's incredible. She's just an incredible singer. I mean, she just, oh, I, I'm so happy that she's on the show. You know, it's one of those things where you go on a show like that and everybody on the show, it seems like they're out the womb. And then you go on and you're a seasoned singer. And, and that was, um, an interesting feeling to have to deal with because I was one of the oldest people on the show at the time. Um, but I'm still glad that I pushed through and I did not let my age be a factor of keeping me from pursuing my dreams.
0: Yeah. I'm glad you did also. And um, um, like I said, when I saw Wendy also, I was like, wow, go ahead, girl. I wonder where you've been all these years. Cause I got those albums, those first few albums in the nineties too. I was like, wait a This girl chirping." Let me go and you know, and they were calling out like the new Whitney Houston, or you know, but like, you know, they was putting them in the same vein. I was like, well, you know, everybody has their own lane, don't put them in the same vein, they right. both are bad, right? You know, but you know, I purchased it, I still play that right down, down, it's downstairs in the in my uh catalog. Yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, when you made your first album, did um. Who else worked with you on that first album in 2017? Did you write all the songs on it? Except no, for the I did with-
1: not write everything. And I had three producers. No, four. So Mike Powell was one of the producers. I did the remake of I Just Want to Be Your Girl. And then I had Cordell Walton who produced and he oversaw basically the entire album. He produced Free. He produced Gotta Get It. He produced Cheater. Um, I got to look at everything, uh, of all the songs that are on there. Um, then I had another producer, Eric Bluetooth Griggs, who's out of LA and he did a million miles away. He did high heels. Eric is, um, a Grammy nominated producer as is Cordell, as is Michael Powell. Um, I believe, and, um, Eric Bluetooth Griggs, you Know he, I think he's best known for um producing No Air with Jordan Sparks and Chris Brown when that came out. Yes. So that was a really hot song, and um, and then last but not least, um, who happens to be my music director now is Marcus Devine, and he did um Love Hurts, and that song is like my biggest streaming song that I have on Spotify, and he. Uh, he did that song and he ended up being my music director. Um, Cordell started out being that, but he's actually the music director for Charlie Wilson. Mm. So because of his travel schedule, he couldn't do both. Mm. You know, I, I'm the peon. So he had to um, figure out, you know, which one, you know, I, he had to make the choice where his bread was buttered. And I wasn't buttering bread at the time. I was <laughs> just trying to get my record out. So those are the four producers that I had on my first project and it was just great. Um, I, I, I love my first, album. I'm proud of myself that I pushed through and not only did I push through, I started a project and I completed a project and that's very important to me to start and complete something and not just start people start stuff all the time you know i'm gonna i'm gonna i think i'm gonna i wanna and they don't
0: if yeah, that just reminds me also i mean um i recently retired and this is one of the things that i said i wanted to do you know uh-huh. i wanted to I've, I've always had my hand in uh um, <laughs> promoting independent artists here in new york in the uh-huh. tri-state area so with the pandemic i said how can i still do this and um Get it out to the public. I said, shoot, let me go get a podcast. That's what I'm going to do.
1: Independent artists appreciate you so much for that. Thank you. Because it's been a hard time for us. You know, I was just I had just come off the show in 2019. I was working like crazy in 2019 and looking forward to 2020. And then everything just shut down and literally I did a few things the beginning of the year, just kind of laid low, continued recording my second album, and now this the latter part of the year, I'm more busy because things are just getting a little better. And then I didn't really even want to come out,
0: you know, just kind of. I'm still don't want to come out, <laughs> you know. I'm still oh, looking I around. Get
1: it?
2: It's, I get it.
0: It's some bad shows it. coming, and I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna go. I can't be in a closed space with all these people right now. I just can't do it. <laughs>
1: We, you know, you you have to actually be careful. It's just one of those things you have to, you know, because I've had to be in that situation. And and I, I still work with Kim. I haven't done any dates with him I, because I'm actually out with Najee right now. So, like, I we're doing shows, you know, it's people there. There's meet and greets. I'm just very, very careful. Um, Just have to be careful. I'm, am I scared? Yes. <laughs> but do I let the fear control me? No.
0: So. No, I get you. I got it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, it's
1: hard though. It is hard. You know, like I did a meet and greet week before last, and the lady was like, "Can I take a picture with you?" I was like, mm-hmm, "My mask is on." I'm like, "They can't even see my face," but I'm like, hey, "It's what it is." Sorry, and I just don't get too close to people. You know, I don't. I don't know you, and I don't know. And, and and just things are so all over the place. You watch the news, and you get new different news and different information every day. So I'm just like everybody needs to stay back now. So mm. I just you know I'm nice to the people. I greet them. I love people, and, and it's hard for me because I'm a people person. I love to interact with people and meet people. I love to hug and take pictures, and we just can't right now. So yeah, you
0: know. I mean, and another thing, I think if I if I didn't have a uh, a 12 year old daughter, I would probably be a little more open to meeting other people. So I'm got to be protective of her of her. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. See
0: it was yes. just me, like like my father, you know, a couple of weeks ago he wanted me to do something. I said, Well, Dad, I don't know. You know, because that's gonna be too many people around there, you know.
1: Yeah, you're gonna have to wait till twenty twenty five before I do that. For
0: you. He said, I get you, I get you. see, I he said I understand because it's just me. He said if if something happens in um, folks, you know, if I catch COVID, all I have to do is, you know, self quarantine for you know 14 right. days and I don't have to worry about anybody else he said you got other people in your household
1: absolutely and it hits everybody different yes. so you just you know you got to be careful
0: mm-hmm. so i'm i'm going to go to that uh, first album again let's let's okay. play a little bit of um hmm i just want to be your girl i want let's hear a little I bit i love that, that i love
1: that good choice good choice
0: well, girl, you got nothing but good choices well, thank you. All, all <laughs> thank I gotta do is you. close my eyes and just p- put my finger on the paper. I will find something. It, shoot, it's gonna be something good.
3: Thank you.
0: So, but one thing I can't seem to um, like. Ron sent me all the stuff, but I can't find it online. Like,
2: mm. it's,
0: like when I type in, um, I find like singles, but I don't see the whole album um, free.
1: Okay. Like, it is on iTunes and I'll have him send you the link. I'll have him send you that stuff.
0: Okay. Cause I, I want to put it out there for other people also, so they can um, go on and check it out. Okay. You know? Yeah. I would
1: appreciate that. So we'll have to figure that out. I'll send the link. Cause it is on iTunes. Yeah. It is on Spotify. And the, the, one of the concerns that we were having is that there is another Beth out there. Mm. So there's some things that are tangled up and I, we just, are work, we've been working, my manager's been working on that for a while, trying to get that cleared up. And so that's one of the issues that we're having, but I'm out there.
0: I, I did um, notice that too. Things I was you like, can do yeah. is go
1: to my website and it should take you directly there too.
0: Okay. So y'all you, you heard that. Go directly to our website.
1: <laughs> Which and... is dot com.
0: Right. And it would take you right to all of her goodness, all those good songs and albums and stuff like that. But right now, we're just gonna play. Um, I just want to be your girl. Okay. All right. So um, check this one out, y'all. You know, you it might it might sound familiar to y'all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, right. You have heard right, you might have heard this one before. I don't want to just scream in here and start yelling. <laughs> thank okay. you. Like, oh, man. If this mic wasn't on, I'd be like, yes, thing, do it. Oh, thank
1: you so much. <laughs> thank you. I had a lot of fun um, recording that song and it, it was, it was a challenge to sing it. You know, that, you know, you doing something Anita Baker did, man, I was shaking in my
0: boots. <laughs> but but you know I'm
1: telling you, I'm telling you the only reason why I agreed to do that song, you know, cause I caught a little flack. Some people were like, Oh, she thinks she's Anita. She's trying. To, and I'm like, no, no, I do not. But I did it because the person that put Anita on told me to do it. The person that wrote that song, told me to do it. The person who produced that song originally produced my version. The person who was originally in there with Anita when she did it was in there with me. And when I did not sing something right, he shut me down and made me go fix it and practice it. And one of the other things he had me do was before we actually confirmed if we were going to even do the song. He made sure that I could hit that note at the end. He said, if you can't hit that high iconic note that everybody waits that entire song for, then you're not going to do the song. Mm-hmm. And he made me sing it. And then he, you know, when we get in the studio. He was like, "Hit that note today. Is it still coming out? Can you still do it? And then when <laughs> I could, he said, OK. Because he said, if you can't do that note. You're not doing this song.
0: Right. So I
1: was I was screamed. <laughs> and, I so was really. the ringer, and i got the stamp of approval from the producer so i try to tell people that because some people like you know they give me a little flag for that yeah, you be- know but i did work with anita for years you know and i was able to study her now i don't know if it came across on the record you know because that's still me but you know there's a lot of um but people see me perform live. A lot of times they say, you remind me of me. That's because I sat and watched her for five years. Like, you can't help it. Right. I love her. I adore that woman. I absolutely love her. So it was, it, you know, it was absolutely to pay homage to her.
0: Okay. So so now <laughs> so you heard right. it. That's so... my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> that's right. So don't be hating. Congratulate. Don't Shoot. Hate, congratulate. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> well i know i love it. i'm never one of people to be like all right why is she doing so and so on as long as you're doing the justice i don't mind that. if you saw the hot mess now nah, i would be well, like all right all, all right. right
1: well thank you if you're saying i did it justice i appreciate that so much because i'm telling you i was shaking in
0: my boots no 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 no. you did it you you did the thing.
1: thank yes, you, you so did. much
0: thank you your father was one of the funk brothers correct
1: Correct. My dad was the late Johnny Griffith, one of the Funk Brothers. I'm so proud of the legacy that he left for me, as well as American music. And I just feel like I'm just honoring him too. everything that I do. I just feel him, you know, just smiling from heaven because I'm just continuing to do what he loves so much. And it's naturally in me to do it. So it's a hereditary
0: thing. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So then I'm just thinking um. I also heard in a interview that you, that your parents didn't want you to become an artist. They didn't want you in the music industry.
1: Absolutely not. They wanted me to pursue my education and to, um, just do something probably corporate that was more, um, stable in their mind, you know, and I did what they asked me to do. I went to college. I got my degree, um, I was obedient. I was an obedient child. Um, and then after I um, got probably my first or second year of college, I was like, ooh, now I got to do this music. Like, it just felt unnatural for me to sit behind a desk. Um, and, um, and here I am. I never looked back. Hey. I, I continued to sing. I had other jobs in between, but I continued to sing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that's. That's what a lot of parents, like even my parents, was like, "Oh, because I, you know, I said I want to sing, I want to do this, I want to be." Oh, you better go get you a job, and you know, well, with some, because with some the music benefits. is so
1: unstable, yeah. you know. And my father knew it best that it was unstable, and my mother knew it because she was married to the person who knew it was unstable. Yeah. So they were like, "We don't want you to do that." And so even now, my mother, I'll be doing stuff, and she'll say, "Well, okay, she gets it now, you know, but." She, before she was like, "What are you? What are you doing? When are you gonna get a job?" I'm like, "Mama, I do have a job. They pay me." She's like, "Yeah, whatever." So, like, <laughs> you know, this is one of those things.
0: But I totally get it. Yeah, because you know, especially. Uh Black parents, they always went, you better go get a job with some benefits, something that's going to protect you, you know.
1: Absolutely. And what I did was I just married somebody with benefits hey. so that I could save.
0: <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that either. You you no, got to make it work any way you can. You do that.
1: I was obedient. I told y'all I was an obedient child. <laughs> <laughs> you,
0: you know, I, I worked a regular nine to five, but I still do my, did my thing on the side which I didn't which I didn't mind I still had my passion that I was you know Uh, yeah living but you know it just excuse me It just um and you know I'm glad I have no regrets about it because I still was able to do everything that I like to do and meet everybody that I Uh wanted to meet and sing. and you know now I'm gonna I think I'm gonna do some more singing there right now since I'm or retired and I'm meeting all these folks and they like, sure, we didn't know you can sing. Come on over here and do this. All right. One one thing that some people always ask me, they say, Oh, when when people go off these um TV shows, do those artists still keep in contact with them? Does does John Legend, does um Kelly Clarkson still keep? In? I'm like, I don't know, I don't think so. But I guess in some cases they could, you know. So I'm gonna ask that question because uh people have been asking me.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um it it does happen. Um, I have not talked to Kelly Clarkson, but actually I was on her team first and then transitioned to John Legend's team. Um, with John Legend, who is just an incredible guy, um, he does still follow me on Instagram. And so that's cool. And um, I have recently heard from him. So,
0: mm-hmm. yes. Well, good. Cause, yes. You know, people like um, they just use you <laughs> and throw you let away, let child. Me his,
1: <laughs> let, me, let me. His people, I heard from them for him. So let me clarify that. Let me not make it seem like he just texted me and was like, "What's up?" It wasn't that. I heard from his people. So yeah, I'll say that.
0: You know what? Since we since we're gonna go about <laughs> since we are talking about the voice, let's do that. Um, that um that um, you put a spell on me. Okay. I want to play that. Because, you know, people, I'm playing the music that you have done um, on vinyl, but let's hear, let the people hear you do a little something live. So, you know, people that might not know that okay. what you hear on vinyl can be replicated. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: okay. You Because know, some people can't replicate what they do, what they do. That, on, is, uh,
1: that is true. That is true. I had to sing that song last night and perform it. So I perform that song all the time. Yeah.
0: Well, it's a bad song.
1: Thank you You so much.
0: And you know Nina Simone, please. Everybody sings that song. Nina, please. (laughs) I remember when I saw Letticy do it. Also, I'm like, girl, you done tore that song up. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, yeah, let's put let's let's play that one. You put a spell. Okay. This is from The Voice in uh, 2019 with um, Beth singing. You put a spell. I put a spell on you.
2: Uh huh. I, I put a spell on Cause, you, 'cause 'cause you're mine. Better stop the things you do. I ain't lying.
0: I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. You can't go wrong with a good song and a good singer.
1: <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you. That was so
0: much fun. It looks like it looked like you was enjoying yourself on the I on the had voice. a
1: wonderful time.
0: Yes. And that duet y'all did, I'm like, that was Oh,
1: icy. thank you. Yes. Yes. That yep. was a lot of fun too.
0: Yeah, yeah. He both of y'all just it was it was a perfect match.
1: Thank you so much.
0: It was. So um, we now going to go to, um,
1: let's bring it up to uh,
0: <laughs> You've Already Won. Okay. What went into yeah, that?
1: that was a great song. That was a song that I actually wrote after coming off The Voice. Um, you know, when you come off a show like that and you feel like you should have been on a little bit longer, but then you get eliminated and then you get eliminated in front of millions of people, not, you know, five or not a a million or not hundreds you know it's 10 million people watching that show Mm -hmm. so you get eliminated and you have to deal with that and that's a mental thing that you have to deal with and then I came home and I was working so much I never really processed how I was feeling so you know people would often come up to me and say well you know just because you made it on the show you you really won anyway and I kept hearing people say you know you really won because you made it on tv don't you know you got on tv you you still won and I was like wait a minute and then I end up writing a song. You he already said, won,
0: baby. That's a song. Even if you,
1: think you that's a the song, there it is. And and yeah, so we put that out, and I'm really proud of that song. And it, it's just to encourage
0: people. Yeah, and, and the, vid- let the them video is nice that, too.
1: You know, all is not lost.
0: I, I like the video also.
1: Thank you, thank you. That was a song um, that I partnered with uh, my label and then and then Dove and Gold Music, and we did that together. So it was a lot of fun. Thank you so much
0: so we're going to play a little bit of that Um,
1: okay
0: here it is everybody you've already won by Beth
2: there are times in your life when it seems not worth the fight you want to give in you don't care if you win But something deep down inside Keeps pushing you higher And you make up your mind To give it just one more time You've come too far to turn back Don't let your passion relax Let it grow so the world will know your time heart says not now life happens distractions come along the way but you pick yourself up and you go on anyway you've come too far Shine your heart and find it. Reclaim your gift. Fight for it. It's your time to claim your prize. You've already.
0: what a beautiful song
1: thank you thank you so much
0: yes 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 um i was just um ron told me you got a few things coming up matter of fact you have a book coming out in october i
1: do i do i have a children's book uh coming out in october it's called your beautiful inside and out and I'm really proud of that. And we're just wanting to boost literacy for children and also to encourage children that there's a process that you have to go through to grow up and to be beautiful like the Instagram people you see every day. You don't always start out like that. Everybody kind of starts out as the ugly duckling and you have to grow into yourself. You have to trust the process and um, know that you, you you have to grow up. So we have the book coming out um, in October. And then for the rest of the month, I have probably five dates that I'll be out with Najee. And then after that, um, November, I'm releasing a single for Christmas and a video. And then I'll probably just be around the house.
0: Hey, ain't no wrong with staying around the house, around, especially when it's cold out. <laughs> I know, right? He wants to be. Outside. And you in Detroit? So I know exactly. it's going to be cold.
1: If you have a big fluffy mink coat, then yes. <laughs> okay. But other than that, yeah, I'm going to, I'm a homebody, you know, so I'm going to be around the house and, and be with my family and, and whatnot. But I have a couple of things, you know, I'm just going to be doing for October, a little bit in November, and then that's it.
0: And then I hear you got a duet coming out called um, love is in the building
1: (laughs) i do that's gonna be (laughs) out next year but q parker from 112 and i did a duet which i absolutely love that'll be out next year
0: okay and also next year we can look out look forward to the the new album
1: yes 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 next year the new album will be out i'm really excited about that and um yeah it's done because i worked on that through the pandemic so You know, that's done. It's just now we're going to be working on the visuals and and, and releasing the music. I'm excited. I'm Mm -hmm. proud of myself because this was a dark time to be working through. And it was easy for you to just kind of get in your bubble and stay home and not do anything. But we really pushed. I have a great producer, have great friends, I have a great husband. And they were like, if you don't get up and go work. (laughs) So I did because, you know, a lot of times you're going through something and you don't realize that time is not stopping. Not at all. Time does not stop. So if you are productive during the time, you feel so much better. And we were very productive during this time.
0: I see. You know, I'm just (laughs) reading it. I was like, go ahead, girl.
1: The end of the, you know, wait till the end of this year and say, oh, it's going to be better in 2022. What are we going to get? All of my work is done. Um, No, I take that back. A lot of the work is done. The The foundation has been set. So now I can put the sprinkles on top, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm excited about that.
0: Well, I can't wait. You know, keep me abreast. <laughs> well, I'm going to be following anyway, but, you know, hit me up <laughs> online and say, hey, Troy. Blah, blah. And if you want to come back again and talk about, you know, your new stuff, what's going on. I'll shoot. You're always I welcome. I
1: would love to. Thank you so much. I would absolutely love to come back. Thank
0: you. Yeah. Well, but, but, but we're not ending this yet because I still want to get to. Um, Played the perfect kind of trouble and okay. the latest single got next. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, so we got to, we got to play both of them. And I noticed how in the, um, the next two songs different than the first album, it's totally something new and uh, more spicy. But, but
1: actually perfect kind of trouble came out in 2018 after mm. the first album. And, I am really a melting pot of sounds and feels and everything. And really what people don't know is you can't judge me by that first album. That was a very safe album for me. I'm more, you know, I I have a friend of mine that has a word, Sophista ratchet. (laughs) You know, I can get, you know, I can get with the rap, I can get with the hip hop and I really love that. But the grown side of me had me put out free. Mm -hmm. The fun side of me, it's perfect kind of trouble and got mixed, And so those are the two sides. I'm a Leo. So we, we you know, mm-hmm. we're just, you know, social <laughs> butterflies. We're bright. You see all these colors in my jacket? Yep. That's me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you're going to get, you'll get a different color any different day. Depends on how I feel. So,
0: <laughs> Well, you know, I love some Leos. My mother's a Leo and Cindy's oh, a Leo. Oh, what's her birthday? July 26th.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm an August Leo. And, you know, and I share a birthday with Whitney Houston. Hers is August the 9th as well. Mm. So it, it just, you know, that warms my heart to know that my favorite singer of the world, of, of all times in the world, like there's no one else that I would pick over her. There are some other singers that I love that are close seconds. She's my absolute favorite. <laughs> so I share a birthday with her. That makes me happy. And that sometimes pushes me because I just feel like I'm I'm pushing and continuing to go. Cause I get to tell that story to mm-hmm. keep her name, you know?
0: Yes. Well, you know, none of us are going to let that name die ever, ever when he's going to live in it. In and yes. I'm just,
1: I'm so happy that I got a chance to meet her and to work with her. So it's just incredible.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, how did that go?
1: It was incredible because it wasn't even music related. You know, we did the movie sparkle. So she came into Detroit and filmed that. That was her last film, unfortunately, before her untimely passing. And I was her body double in her stand in. So I got a chance to work with her every day for about a month. It was incredible. It was just I was frozen in time. I'm like, oh, my God. But it was the best, the best.
0: Mm-mm, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, I know how that feels. Like, like, like for me, um, Shaka is like one of my all-time favorite.
1: Okay, yeah, I love so, her too.
0: So when I got to meet Shaka Khan, I was like, uh, 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 says, babe what's wrong with you?"
1: <laughs> right? No, if, if there's some people that just they do it for you. Yeah. And she's, you know, Shaka is your person. Yeah. I get that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but here we go. We are gonna play perfect kind of uh, trouble. Okay. I love this song. I love the beat. I like the rhythm. I love it's just a badass song. So Thank you. Here we go with perfect kind of trouble. Check it out, y'all. That makes you want to move. Yes.
2: Thank you.
0: Yes, yes, yes. All I want to tell you is that I'm just loving this conversation. I'm loving the music and I'm hoping, I'm hoping everybody that's listening is enjoying it too. I'm sure they will, because I only know people that love good music. I know that's right. And I just want to tell you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming out and, um, sitting down with me and having this conversation. And, um, I'm glad I was able to uh, that Ron asked me to. Yeah, uh, and I'm
1: happy he did too. Thank you so much for having me on your show.
0: Thank you, thank you. And um, in case y'all didn't know, we are talking to the one and only Beth. And. uh, I'm just honored, you know.
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you so much.
0: And uh, before, uh, you know, I'm going to ride out on the latest single. Let's talk okay. about that one right really quick. Let's talk about that before I even play it. Got next? What was the inspiration behind that?
1: Um, you know what? That's the hip hop side of me, and yeah. I love the hip hop. I love West Coast rap. It had a really, you know, heavy West Coast rap feel. Uh, Marcus Devine, the producer. You know, remembered me telling him that and he just presented the track to him. He was like, what do you think about this? I was like, oh my God, I love it. So Smithy McVeigh is a good friend of ours and we just reached out to him and asked him. He's from the legendary group D12 um, coming under the Eminem umbrella mm-hmm. and we just asked him to step in and to grace the track. He did and we'll actually be performing that song together um, later on in the month of October. So whenever I can have him and his schedule allows we perform the song. We have a lot of fun together. So.
0: Yeah. And it, you know, it got that, that old Roger Trotman people
1: who are, who are <laughs> wanting to do something and they feel like they've been overlooked or they've been forgotten. Just remember, don't stop. Don't give up. You got next. If you don't quit, then you, you've you already won. See, that's my whole theme with my stuff. You know, you got to keep going.
0: It's, it's always got a positive message. That's what I'm talking about. Keep yes. everybody uplifted. We got enough things out here trying to bring us down. We need something now to lift us up, thing. you know, yeah. and, uh, Got Next is definitely one of those songs that's going to bring you right on up. And it got that old Roger Trotman zap sound, yes. computer love thing going on up and there. Yes,
1: yes, I love it.
0: <laughs> so Beth, once again, thank you so much.
1: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it so much.
0: No, no, no. It was totally my pleasure. And um, everybody go out and support independent artists, support Beth, because she is doing the damn thing. And if you didn't already notice... Look out for her new album coming out in uh, early two, uh, 2022. Huh? And um, go out and support the, uh, the, the single that's out now, the one that we created to play, Got Next. And anything else that you hear with her on it, get it.
1: <laughs> yes, thank you.
0: No, thank you. We are going to ride out on the Beth's latest single, Got Next. It is fire. So um, listen to this. And um, be prepared for another great artist that we are going to present in about two weeks. So, yes, thank you for tuning in to the Bass Entertainment Podcast. And I look forward to hearing from you and enjoy.
1: Y'all had a chance to shine, and we'll be cutting y'all in front of that line. You either out or you riding. My homie right beside me with a hustling persona and a crown full of diamonds. Climbing these charts, and you ain't stopping her profit. She's staying on fire like the back of a damn rocket.
3: Total control, cold as the North Pole, busting these flows. It's our time to blow, so just know.
0: All right, thank you, thank you once once again, thank you. I just wanted to ask you, can you just give it like a, a little drop, like, hey, this is Beth, and you're listening to the Bass Entertainment Podcast. You, you said the Bass
1: mm-hmm.
0: Entertainment Podcast, mm-hmm. like B A S S. Yes. Okay. But I spell it B A A S. That's okay. That's a funny... tell me when to start. All right, one. All right, you can start.